0: Hello, and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host. Today, we're looking at Proverbs 25, 12 and 28, 23. It says this, Like an earring of gold, or an ornament of fine gold is the rebuke of a wise judge to a listening ear. Whoever rebukes a person will, in the end, gain favor rather than one who has a flattering tongue. Man, this is a little bit crazy if you think about it. I mean, if we're talking about something that we liken to this, like incredible gift of uh, an earring of gold or an ornament of fine gold, um, I typically don't think about that. Like an awesome gift of a rebuke. Why in the world would the author describe a rebuke as a gift? I mean, when I get rebuked, I'm not like, wow, thank you so much for that gift of a rebuke. I loved it. Thank you. I mean, I often think of a rebuke as a punch to the gut, something that's not super fun to receive. So what is it about a rebuke that the author actually describes as a really great gift to get? What is it about someone who actually rebukes us that we would say, wow, that actually is as good as gold earrings. It's actually as good as an ornament of fine gold. I mean, because of this rebuke, man, I have favor with you. It doesn't seem like these two things go together, but What I love about what the Kellers talk about on this day is that forthright words actually give life. There's pain in the now, but it actually saves us later. You know, I started to think about the people in my life who have been forthright with their words. That doesn't mean that they were unkind, but it means that they actually loved me enough to enter into a potentially awkward and difficult conversation because they believed that what they saw in that moment, what they saw that actually needed to be corrected was something outside of what, who I was supposed to be, who I could be. See, they had vision of who I could be, how God has created me. They know that I have potential to be better. And because of the vision that they have for me, they are willing to enter into a hard conversation. The person who I think of is actually in the last few years, I have had the privilege of working with my brother Rob. And, you know, working with your sibling, some people say, hey, that's got to be pretty tough. But the truth is, I have a great relationship with my brother. And because my brother knows me and because my brother believes the best about me, then he's actually willing to step into awkward conversations or conversations that are not super fun all the time. I remember there was one particular meeting a few years ago and Um, I, to be honest with you, I don't even remember what I said, but there was something that I said in a meeting that most people probably would have just overlooked. It wasn't crazy, um, inappropriate. It wasn't crazy mean, but it was this slight edge in my voice and the way that I was speaking to somebody. And as I left that meeting, I went into my brother's office and my brother just looked at me and said, how do you think that meeting went? And immediately I realized, Oh, my goodness, the way that I spoke to that other person had an edge, the way that I spoke to the other person, I probably wouldn't have categorized as kind, or thought filled. And so I immediately had that pit in my stomach. The minute he looked at me and asked that question, I said, it didn't go very well. I didn't handle that great. He goes, What do you think you need to do now? And I was like, I need to go talk to that person. And in that moment, my brother was brave enough to enter into a conversation that was going to feel tough. He was going to enter into a conversation that maybe I would respond to in a way where I don't thank him, but instead I'm mad at him for pointing something out because anytime somebody points out something that needs to be corrected, it hurts us. And our immediate response could be lashing out at that person, but he believed the best about me. He knew that at my heart, I don't want to be somebody who speaks with an edge on my tongue. I don't want to be somebody who speaks that way to anybody. And so something that most people would have overlooked, my brother saw me in that moment, but he saw who I could be. And he entered into a space that was a little scary. And I'm so glad that he did. I went up to him afterwards and said, hey, I'm thank you. I'm so sorry that I did that. Thanks for pointing that out. I don't want to be that kind of person. And what I love is that our God is the same way. He comes to us and he rebukes us. He He shows, he gives us people in our lives that love us and believe the best about who we could be. And because they have a vision of who we could be, they're willing to enter into a moment of rebuking. And I love this this uh, day because he actually uh, the Kellers actually talk about uh, several stories in the Bible where, you know, if we were just to meet these people, we would look at them in the state of their life. And we would think, whoa, man, that that dude's not great or that woman does not have her stuff together. And that would be the end because, see, you and I, maybe we don't have the vision of who God has created them to be. But what's cool about this is is that because Jesus had vision of who he created them to be, he was willing to step into these moments where he was, with kindness, rebuking them. Let's take a look at some of these stories. The first story that the Kellers reference is the story of how Jesus met the woman at the well. Now, this is a very famous interaction, and what happens is Jesus meets this woman who is getting water at the well all by herself in the middle of the day. Now, the reason that she's doing this is because she's a social outcast. I mean, the way that she's living, everyone knows her business. Everyone knows what's going on. See, she's been married several times before, and now she's living with a man who isn't even her husband. And the people in her town just look at her like she's this moral failure. And so here she is getting water by herself, trying to avoid people, because honestly, the pain of the rejection of the people in her town, it's just too much to bear. And that's when she encounters Jesus. And when she encounters Jesus, Jesus first off sees her. He treats her with respect. He approaches her. He is kind to her. And then because he loves her, he doesn't just see who she is. She, he sees who she has, he has actually created her to be. See, he didn't create her to be this moral failure. Instead, he actually saw a future missionary. He knew that if 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 he had this moment, this encounter with her, that her life could change forever. But he had to speak truth of what was going on in her life. He had to give a rebuke. He told her that he knew all about her past. He knew even her situation right now where she was living with a man who wasn't her husband. He addressed the moral failures that she has had But he did not address that to bring condemnation, but instead he rebuked that in order to show her a better way of living. He showed her this incredible life that he could provide for her. And because Jesus was brave enough to enter into this situation, Jesus actually saw this incredible life change in front of his eyes. She was so blown away that he saw her, that he loved her, and that he showed her a better way that she became a missionary that would tell other people about this incredible Jesus. The next story is the story of Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus, he was this corrupt tax collector. And see, the people in his town, they knew exactly who he was. He was a cheat. He was awful. Nobody wanted anything to do with him. But Jesus saw him. And Jesus with kindness went to him and he didn't just go to him and didn't address the elephant in the room, but instead he addressed exactly what was going on and he gave him a rebuke in love. And because of that, it changed Zacchaeus's life. It didn't just change his life, but because of that rebuke, all of a sudden Zacchaeus decided, okay, I don't want to live the way I was living. I want to change my life. I want to go and follow Jesus. And I want to not cheat people anymore. I want to be a generous man. Do you think that it affected more than just him? It affected his family. It affected the people in his city. You see, because Jesus was brave enough to treat people with love, but also brave enough to bring the rebuke, it changed Zacchaeus' life, and it changed his family's life and the people in his town. It's incredible. Maybe today you don't correct, and the reason you don't correct the people in your life is because you've stopped believing in them. Maybe today is the day The people that you love you start to believe not in just who they are right now but you actually start to believe in who God has created them to be and when we have a vision for other people then we're brave enough to step in these moments that are awkward that might hurt and sting a little bit because we believe that it's actually a great gift I'm so thankful for the people in my life who don't just let me live as a fool but actually enter into these moments where they correct me when I need correction. These are great gifts. We don't correct people if we don't have a vision for them. We don't correct them if we don't believe the best about them. We don't correct them because we think that what we see in them at that moment is the best it'll ever be. But if you love people, then you're going to give them the gift of correcting them with kindness Let's be a people who are brave enough to step into this space. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you so much for who you are. Thank you for coming to us and meeting us. I think about the people that we looked at today, the woman at the well and Zacchaeus, and both of their lives were changed forever. And you are that powerful. Thank you for changing our lives. I pray that you would show us where we need to be corrected, I pray that as you send people to give us this gift of correction, that we would respond with understanding and where we would receive it rather than dismissing it as something that just stings in the moment, but we would actually receive it like the gift that it is. I pray that you would also give us vision for the people around us, that you would help us see them like you see them. And because we see what they could be, we would be brave enough To step into this moment of correction in love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariners Church by downloading the Mariners app at your favorite app store visiting the website at marinerschurch.org or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariners Church. Till next time, have a great day.